Hello, welcome to Hondo Handy's uh, podcast. Today, my special guest is Coach uh, Mo- uh, Maurice Mo Williams, head basketball coach at Salisbury University. Uh, coach, how you doing today? I'm doing great and uh, very, very uh, honored to to be on this podcast with you and excited to dive right in and, and talk. All right, Coach, how did you um, – I know you sometimes uh, Coach Mo. How did you get your uh, – uh, name is uh, uh, Mo. Yeah, so uh, my name and, and all names come from something or is rooted from something. Uh, so I found this out when I was a little older, but uh, my name actually came from uh, Maurice Cheeks, Mo Cheeks, uh, who was an NBA player, uh, played for the Philadelphia Sixers, and um, was called a lot of different things as a kid, uh, but Mo just kind of stuck. And, you know, the, you don't always want your name to be mispronounced. So, you know, it just kind of stuck as kids were calling me Coach Mo. Uh, for some reason, Maurice is a little harder for people to pronounce. So it's it's what I go by. It's easy. It's easy to remember. And uh, so far, I've had a success rate of of 100 uh, percent whenever I say my name's Mo. So that's that's why I've been going with it. Well, like I said, um I uh, certainly understand. I uh, in in high school, I talked about uh, John Hondo Havlicek. I loved him so much. I uh, talked about him all the time, and they said, uh, "But my my uh, uh, classmates said, if Hondo, if, uh, Al, if you don't stop talking about John Hondo Havlicek, we're gonna start calling you Hondo." I never <laughs> stopped, and uh, I got that nickname as Hondo, and it's been with me through high school, college, and my professional career. Um, so. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about your upbringing, uh, what high school you might have attended, and uh, what sports you might have participated in? Yeah, so I, I grew up in the Midwest uh, by way of Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. I grew up in a small town right outside of Columbus called Pickerington uh, in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Okay. Uh, so that's where I'm from. And it's kind of gotten me out to the East Coast is, you know, an orange ball. And uh, it's from, from coaching and playing, and I, I've been out here ever since. Um, but really, you know, where I come from, Hondo, and, and it's the Midwest, is, um, you know, sports is huge. And I come from a family where competing is is very uh, is very big. You know, we compete in everything in my family, if it's <laughs> eating or board games or <laughs> anything. You know, we, we like to win, and there's a winner and a loser, so – I learned that very early on, and it's helped me uh, be successful in, in a lot of ways. So, you know, that's kind of the home that I come from. Two two loving parents that were very supportive of myself and my two siblings. I have an older brother and a younger sister. And, um, you know, so that's where I come from. And as far as sports, uh, Hondo, I, I played almost everything. You know, my mom was not big into the football thing, uh, which in Ohio it's huge, but you know, she did not want her baby boy getting knocked around. So as a kid, I, I was I was not very uh, fond of that. But as I get older, I got all my teeth and a good mind. So I guess I could thank mom for that. But um, I played a lot oh, yeah. of sports, but I'd always really gravitated towards basketball. Uh, my, my dad is 6'8". He played in college wow. and uh, really started getting into it. Uh, this The documentary that's on now, the Michael Jordan documentary with the Bulls, uh, so as a kid, I just remember watching those games with my, my dad and my brother. And uh, it, it just was something that I, I really loved. And 
took to as a kid. Uh, so it, it stuck with me. And from there, I did it in high school. So I went to a fairly big high school called Pickerington Central High School. Our notable alum is uh, Karis LeVert, who's in the NBA right now. Whoa. Uh, along with a lot of other really good athletes and, and other successful people. Um, and I, I ran track and played uh, played basketball in high school and then was very fortunate to continue that on to college and, and had a good career doing that. Uh, are, are there any um, Pacific uh, sports memories that you might want to share in high school? Mm. I know you had a lot. There... <laughs> Especially if yes, you played all the sports. The... <laughs> well, for me, probably more on the on the other end. Uh, well, they were more scarring memories than, than the good ones. But uh, I will say one, and most people don't bring up a loss uh, as a good memory, but we played a school uh, called Northland High School. Uh, it's in Columbus. So, you know, some famous names from there is Trey Burke, uh, Jared Sullinger. Right. Um, so those are probably the, the two biggest names. But uh, Jared was a freshman. I was a senior, and I had a really good game. And uh, – you know, I felt really good about myself. And then I get to the line to Ooh. put the game away, and I missed the free throw. Oh. And then hit a half-court shot, and it went to overtime, and, and they won. Oh, boy. Uh, but why I share that as a good memory was uh, I took a lot of free throws after that, Hondo. So, you know, I, I knew that once I got that opportunity again, I, I wasn't going to uh, – I wasn't going to, to miss it and – you know, that was something, a part of my game that was actually one of my strengths, which was my free throw shooting. So no one really shows their uh, or tells their their failure as a good memory. But that one was one for me in a sense of, uh, you know, just wanting to get back in there and and work. And if I got that opportunity again, I was I was excited to to knock that down. So, hey, lesson learned, right? Yes, for sure. Um, Always lessons. Yeah. Coach, where did you attend college? Uh, I went to Frostburg State. That's where I graduated from. Okay. And then uh, I'm I am a, a transfer uh, student athlete. So I went to my freshman year. I went to Edinburgh University, which is a school, a Division two school in Western Pennsylvania. Okay. And then I had a very short stint uh, here at SU as a student, and then I transferred and finished at Frostburg. Oh, the Bobcats. Yes. I almost attended West- the Bobcats, and the reason why I didn't attend is because. I uh, spent a weekend with uh, uh, on campus. Uh, I was going to try and play baseball and basketball, but uh, we roomed with some football players, and they told us about these Bobcats. Uh, that was Coach B, Coach Purnell from Clemson, and Ron Dixon. And, he, and we, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if we believed it or not, but we said we're not going to school with some Bobcats. And <laughs> 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 we never went. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Hey, Coach, uh, can you summarize uh, uh, for us uh, your, your coaching history um, and what led you to Salisbury? Sure. Uh, so my career started, I'm very blessed for this, uh, started right after I graduated college. Okay. And um, I started at a, a small private college in Philadelphia called Eastern University. Mm-hmm. So I worked for a great guy named, named Nate Stewart. Uh, Nate gave me my first opportunity into college coaching. And uh, I was there for two years. And then I got welcomed back to the, uh, the CAC, the Capital Athletic Conference. And I was hired uh, here at SU by, by Josh Merkel. 
which was a great experience. We had a, a fantastic year. Uh, we won the conference. It was the second conference championship uh, the programs had. Um, so that was very special to be a part of that. And then from there, I was hired back at my alma mater. So played for a guy named Webb Hatch and uh, Webb, Webb hired me back there. And it was great to, to be back and, and, and back in familiar territory. And then from there, I um, moved on to Stevenson University, which is in Owings Mill. So right outside of Baltimore. And then I got the opportunity to work at Johns Hopkins University. And that was a great experience. Worked for a guy oh. named Josh Winkler. Uh, and Josh hired me on his first year, and, and uh, it was very special for us. We were 24 and 5. Uh, wow. We were ranked in the country, and um, we won the Centennial Conference and won a game in the NCAA tournament. And then uh, a very unique experience came up for me, uh, which was the opportunity to coach at the Division One level. So um, a guy by the name of Griff Aldrich, who, who him and I have been very good friends when he was at UMBC, got the job at Longwood and hired me on as his assistant. And, you know, at the time, Longwood was a very, uh, was a struggling division one program. Uh, we came in and had the most wins uh, in division one history. Wow. Uh, we made the postings and tournament for the first time in division one history. Uh, we competed in a tournament called the CBI. Uh, we hosted Southern Miss, who was a very good program at the time. And we beat Southern Miss. And then our season ended in Chicago when we went to DePaul and uh, played a very good game. But, uh, you know, we, we came out on the – came up a little short. And then this job, Hondo, as wow. you know, uh, it, it opened up before the, the season. So I always just had my eyes on it. But to be honest with you, and I don't think people know this, uh, I didn't really know if I was going to come back and didn't really think I wanted to come back. And uh, for me, being at the Division One level, it was a great experience. It was something I wanted to do. Right. But you know, I had to really dive into what I wanted in my career and, and what type of family atmosphere that I wanted. And Division Three has just always been something that was important to me. So um, I decided to apply for the position. And it was probably the fastest um, process I've ever had for a Division Three job and was offered the position in April and, you know, been here ever since. Well, we're certainly glad to have you here. Um, uh, <clears throat> on that, I'm not sure if you knew or not, but Governor Hogan signed a citation making uh, March 2020 Good Sportsmanship Month in uh, Maryland, which would have mm. been perfect for March Madness. Uh, yeah. What's your, your philosophy on good sportsmanship with your team? I think it's very important. You know, we talk a lot about character. We recruit character. And then something we really focus on, my staff and I, is continuing to build men of character. So, you know, for us, Hondo, we didn't have the year we wanted. You know, I told my team this is a painful gift. It's it's painful because we didn't get the result that we wanted. But the gift is uh, the opportunity to compete. And the gift is right now we're going to we're working harder than we've ever been. Uh, but sportsmanship is very important. And you could tell a lot about someone's character when things aren't going the way that they want. Um, so for us, you know, displaying that uh, sportsmanship is very important. We, we really focus on it. And no one likes the, the feeling of losing, but it's respecting the game, it's respecting the opponent, and it's understanding that the gift truly is the opportunity to compete. So 
we, we talk a lot about that. We, re, we recruit that. And then, you know, something I believe in is building it every single day. Well, my next question was to uh, ask you about summing up your first season, but I think you pretty much did that. But, I, you know, the games that I attended, uh, I, I pretty much say at least you were uh, – uh, that you may have lost, you certainly were competitive with each each one of the games that I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you this, Hondo, and, and this is just being honest. It's no excuses. You know, we we own every one of those wins, and we own one of those losses. And myself as a head coach, I take them more personal uh, than anybody else in the program. But you know, uh, when taking this job, I, I knew what the challenges were going to be. And, you know, we've had more turnover in our program than, than any uh, program at SU. And, um, you know, in order to have success, it's really having that cultural sustainability. So, right. you know, you look at our, our coaches here, which they're great coaches, and uh, I love being around them and learning from them. But they've had these programs for, for a long time, and their culture has really been cemented in their program yeah. uh, where for us, you know, I'm the third head coach for some of these guys in a year. Um, so to be able to come in right away and expect them to um, adapt to a culture, which we define culture as normal, uh, that's unrealistic, you know? So for us, we really just focused on, and which is my philosophy is just getting better every single day. You know, are we continuing to pour into these guys every single day? Are we competing at the level that we should every single day? And one of my focuses was laying down a foundation of who we're going to be. You know, and if you don't have a foundation, then that house will fall. So for us, that's what we focused on. And, you know, again, these seasons, you learn a lot from just the things that you do and the results that you've gotten. But I'm very excited about the direction that we're doing. And I took this job because – I wanted to build something and, and I love it here. I love raising a family here and, you know, want to continue to, to be here for, for a long time. Well, Coach, uh, I, I know you're getting a lot of respect from the, uh, during the alumni uh, game when um, a lot of my 1970 players uh, came down. They really were impressed with you. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to increase that number of players from back in the day to attend your alumni Saturday. But what did you think about your first alumni Saturday uh, game, game and the, the whole day? Oh, it was great, Hondo. And I'll tell you this, you know, and I probably didn't tell you this personally, so I'm glad we're able to talk about it on air. But, you know, I just appreciate your support. You know, everybody, it's easy to support something when it's going uh, the way you think it should. But you could tell a lot about character, uh, my character, other people's character when it's not going uh, as planned. So every call that you – you you made to me or, or an email, uh, all those things really meant a lot to me, man. I, and I really appreciate that. Uh, but as far as that weekend, it was special. It was special. You know, I, I'm big in the history, Hondo, and, and really just paying respect to those that have helped us get to where, where we've gotten. Uh, so it meant a lot to me to make that weekend special for you guys and to continue to make this place a home. Um, you know, you guys have, completely you know whether you know this or not have laid down a foundation for us there's a lot of things that we have you know you guys are are donors to what we do you guys uh travel on the road when we play you're at home games so all those things really matter so you know that weekend for for myself was really just focusing to celebrate you guys and 
you know, what we talk about in our program is we play for those that have come before us. So, you know, we wanted you to know and give you the platform uh, to speak about your experience and, and shake hands with our guys. Well, as far as I'm concerned, um, uh, when I let some of the guys know that you were excited to see them come down and come back for Alumni Saturday, they were super excited. You know, we had guys, a guy come from uh, Illinois and a guy came from uh, Connecticut uh, just wow. to be uh, share that time with you. So uh, they were excited and they, we're going to look to try and build on that next year. Um, for sure. For sure. How how are you, uh, how are you communicating uh, with your team during this coronavirus situation? Yeah, we're, we're using technology in the best and most efficient way we can, and we're very blessed right now during this time to have a lot of uh, technology to, co- to communicate and use. As far as what that looks like, is uh, every Saturday we've done this spring semester. We've met as a team uh, every morning. And we've talked about just academics, how guys are doing personally. And then we had little team challenges to uh, continue to build our, our competition. And Hondo is probably the best time of the week, especially for me, because I always would tell them, you know, guys, I miss seeing your faces. I miss mm-hmm. uh, us joking around and all those little things that we take for granted. But just to see 18 to 22 year olds light up when they have their phones in their hands because they haven't seen a teammate and that's the first time they, they get to see them in a week or, you know, uh, talk to someone, you know, that maybe they haven't talked to since the semester ended. So we use it. The app's called Zoom, which I'm sure you heard of. Yeah. So we, we use Zoom a lot. Uh, we have a team group chat. So we're very, very active on that. And we use that just to continue to communicate with each other. I'll post little messages and things for them to read. Uh, or listen to, or, you know, um, just, just little things to continue to pour into our culture. So that's, that's how we've used it. And, you know, something I I'll share with you, you know, cause we're, we're family. Um, you know, I share with them. I, I really believe that we're going to come out of this time uh, better than, better than we came in. Uh, and I mean that for us as a, as a country and for our basketball program. So, you know, we don't have basketball hoops, uh, we're not able to play right now together, but, you know, that shouldn't stop us from being the best conditioned team in the country. And that shouldn't stop us from being the most connected team in the country. And that's just what we focused on. And those are the things we've used. Well, Coach, I can tell you that um, uh, I'm sure that these guys are itching to get back to school and excited to be back on campus and, and uh, they're at home uh, working out uh, or following whatever you've instructed them to do. And, um, they're probably communicating themselves with the uh, with each player amongst their team. So, um, uh, hopefully, once this is all over, we can get back to get back to a little bit normal. But uh, you know, things will not be as it's always been in the past. But coach, yeah. um, how can any of uh, uh, the uh, alumni players get in touch with you? I am, and you can speak to this. I'm very active on email, so. You know, anyone that emails me and um, hopefully they're nice emails on, not the mean ones. But if they're if they're uh, they're nice emails, uh, I, I am very, very, very efficient on getting back to you in that way. Uh, my, my office number is also on there. I'm not able to be in the office as much right now. We're, we're supposed to be teleworking, right. uh, teleworking as a university. But, you know, if someone calls me there, that would also be 
a good way to to get in touch with me. But always love to to hear from alums and just want to continue to grow this experience and and continue to celebrate them. All right, well, Cook, look, is there anything else you'd like to add before I I, uh, wrap this up? Uh, Man, I I love how you all – how, how you put it back on me. Uh, no, I, I guess what I, what I want to say is, you know, I, I appreciate just your support. I know I said this before, but I appreciate your support, you know, your love, your passion, uh, not just for our program, but for this institution. And, um, you know, it, it goes a long way. You know, the, these young men, they, they really, uh, they really take to you and your old teammates. Um, you know, I know, especially just your time with Gary Burdell being an Eastern shore guy. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't ask me any Easter, uh, any, any Gary, Gary stories here, uh, Hondo. But, um, yeah, you know, we, we just appreciate your, your support and, uh, it goes a long way to these student athletes there. As you said, they're really excited to, to get back and, and compete and, and be together and, I believe this is just going to bring a, a heightened appreciation towards things that we have in our lives. So, yeah, to close, I just appreciate this time and really just wanted to dive in there and say thank you just for your support. Well, you know, um, Gary is, uh, you know, we, we love Gary here in, in the Berlin and Ocean City area. Uh, he looks like he plays with heart, and, and that's what we uh, we uh, enjoy about him. And um as long as his uh, attitude continues, which he looks like he has a great attitude on the court, and I hope he does the same on uh, in the classroom. But uh, we do love Gary, and uh, his uh, accent speaks on the court, so we're very, very happy for Gary and for the team. Coach, one other thing I yeah. wanted to mention, which I, I failed to do, is um, sure. Uh, <clears throat> how would how is you know recruiting going? with this, this time, uh, this situation that we're in, uh, how are you going about recruiting? It's a challenge. That's probably the best way to put it. And mainly, you know, Hondo, you think about your time selecting a college. I know I think about mine. The campus visit was huge. You know, that was the deal breaker when it came to was that place a fit for me or not. Right. So, you know, because of this, uh, young men aren't able to do that. So, you know, yes, you can do a virtual tour and, you know, we do presentations where it has visuals of what the, what the uh, institution looks like and our philosophy and our values, but it's it's just, it it doesn't replace that, that real authentic feeling of being able to walk somewhere and, and truly get a feel for it. So that's the challenge for us, but it's the same challenge for everyone else in our, in our conference and everybody else in the country. So, you know, we're just, we're efficient with our technology. We use, as I was telling you before, the same app we use with our team zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we create a very standard presentation that gives recruits and their parents uh, a full view of the institution and our program. And then, you know, recruiting is, is really about having a strong philosophy and understanding that um, you're not just going to just take talent and throw it together and it's all going to work. You know, it has to be connected. It has to truly fit your core values. It has to fit how you want to play. And that particular individual has to fit the institution. Um, So that's how it's been for us. You know, I I would say, like somebody asked me the other day, uh, 
you know, man, you must be relaxing a little bit. And <laughs> I, I am, and I'm enjoying it, but I'm probably working a lot more now than I was, you know, just normal uh, routine because of this challenge that we have in front of us. So you're just constantly putting together presentations and trying to get people the best look of what your program and your institution looks like. So that's how it is. You know, it's a challenge, but uh, I'm excited about the, the young men we're, we're bringing in and the young men we're talking to. Well, it sounds like you have to be very, very creative this time um, of, of year with this situation. Uh, Coach, um, you know, thank you for being on my podcast. You know that I love Salzburg, graduated in 1975. And, and in some way I have been giving back uh, from, from year after year and have never stopped because uh, I feel home at uh, Salisbury and I certainly uh, hope you do too. Uh, today's guests have been uh, head coach uh, Maurice Mo Williams from Salisbury University, a men's basketball uh, team. And again, we thank you for being on, on with me, uh, Coach, and I appreciate your, uh, your guidance uh, for your team. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Hondo. I appreciate thank you. it. All right.